just a game. I just a game. This here is my life. Just oh. my life. Cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Hello, everybody. Live from a beautiful California day in Koreatown. It is the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, also known as the Icons with a Z. How you feeling today? Trolling. Trolling Terry. <laughs> Trolling Terry is here, folks. And he's here to talk with a very special guest, star of the screen and the silver screen, the Ozone's very first celebrity guest, ladies and gentlemen, is back. Three years later, he's back. We're still rolling. This is a beautiful reunion here for Mr. Robbie Jones. Hey. <sighs> hey. We call that a round of applause, oh, ladies man. and gentlemen. How you feeling, Rob? <laughs> it feels great to be back in hey. the Ozone. Hey, so fly, you in the Ozone. Get your lights out, you put your clothes. Hey, hey. I see. Uh, hey. Uh. <sighs> <laughs> How about the cameras on it? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the bank. So, uh... Robbie's here to speak about a very special project that is out today. Yes. Today. today. It's called American Dreamer. It is playing in a limited engagement all around the country uh, at, a, at an independent film theater near you. But it is also available in your house. You hear me, people? It's available in your house. And he's here on the Ozone to promote it. But he's also here to share his opinions about sports. Absolutely. Which we love. Absolutely. He's an aficionado. He is. How you been? I've been fantastic, man. Honestly, I've been busy, which is great. And uh, just Look trying great. to get people. Thank you, man. Yeah, Rob always Thank takes you. care of himself. Thank I appreciate you. that. Man, you know, I got the Omar Miller skin regimen. You know what I mean? That I implemented. <laughs> Man, that youthy skin regimen. You know, it's just been successful. Right. Now, listen, I have to share with my friends. <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, uh, Robbie and I became close. We we competed fiercely against each other in the E-League for basketball for years yes. until my knee gave out. And uh, <laughs> But in that time, we became very close, and we actually traveled uh, the world together. We went to Italy together mm-hmm. and played hoops against the troops on the USO Tour, mm-hmm. had a blast. Yes. And, uh, Who won that? And, uh well, it wasn't. It was a series of games. We, oh. I think we went three and two. We did two and right. three. Yeah, we did. We did right. well. Actually, matter of fact, we went three and one mm-hmm. when Rob was there. Rob's so busy, he had to bounce out and come back and do some work. Stop. And then when he left, the game the game wasn't right. Hurt there the was, team. I mean, he didn't hurt the team okay. on purpose. Okay, he does have to. You know, we went out there on a volunteer basis. Okay, yeah. so what can you do? I've yeah, we had two games without him. <laughs> it was a very difficult. There was a lot of load on my shoulders. Let's put it like that. <laughs> was rough. Shout out to Jesse Metcalf. Shout out to Jesse and Hill Harper. <laughs> and Hill Harper. Hey, brother. okay. Joe Marini. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So we had a great time. Um, but we got a lot to talk to you about today in the world of sports. And we're going to start off in the NFL. The saga of AB continues. It will not stop. Antonio Brown. Uh, the homie. He, has, he was uh, in the pilot episode of Ballers. Spent a little time with AB. And uh, now we've been we've been following and tracking this saga. Mm-hmm. It seems like he played a master chess move, which I didn't personally appreciate, by getting traded to the Raiders, only to diss the Raiders to ultimately end up with the New England Patriots. Of which, on Sunday, he balled out. He completely balled out for them immediately. Him and Tom Brady had chemistry, and you can tell that there's room for improvement. But they got busy immediately. Wow. I mean, Johnny on the spot. They got crunk. Wow. Well, uh, amidst the saga, mm-hmm. he has been uh, uh, accused of rape. What? Yeah, there's some rape allegations that snuck up from his old trainer. 
And she she claimed it happened on three separate occasions. Are you kidding? Uh, no. And the NFL is investigating it now. Also, some other allegations have popped up since then with a woman who claims she met Antonio at a uh, at a at a charity event, and he purchased a piece of art from her. She's a painter, and then he commissioned her to come paint at the house a couple pieces. Mm. Well, apparently, while she was painting at the house, Antonio came out of the bathroom allegedly with no clothes, but and and, and, a, and a rag across his junk. Wow! And was like, "Hey, so you still busy painting, or what?" <laughs> <laughs> that he just he wanted to know. That's what he didn't know if she was still there painting or not. And that's what that's what that's what she's saying. Now this is a he say she say. Right. So we don't know. Alleged. But this is all. This is, these are all the allegations. Alleged nudity. Alleged nudity. Okay. All right. Uh, and, and and now that that's just catching you up to speed. Okay. I know that you you know you're a husband, you're a father, yes. you're you're a world renowned actor. Okay. You don't have time to keep up with the gossip. Stop it. But. That's that's just to catch you up to speed. But now, yes. there's new allegations. Wait, more? That say AB sent intimidating texts oh, no. to the former trainer who uh, is uh, is accusing him of rape. Oh, no. Now he's under investigation again by the NFL and probably on the verge of getting suspended, either by the Patriots or the league. And he lost his deal with Nike. Oh yeah. So that, finally, uh, that was before all, these all of this, just came all out, of though. this stuff. Yeah, Nike is ju- up, jumped the boogie and was like, "All right, this is just too far." Yeah. He lost his deal with Nike. Um, I mean, he's got a guaranteed what ten million coming from the Patriots. So he, I don't, I don't think AB's going to be asking anybody for a loan anytime soon. But but uh, you know what? I wonder if that contract is still valid. If it's detrimental or you know, if, yeah, they have if your con- a contact NFL, clause, right? Yeah, but some of it is uh, a signing bonus, so I'm not sure. The NFL is notorious for having a, a contract and out. <laughs> an out in their contract. Right. They're notorious for finding ways to not have to pay anybody, anybody <laughs> except for the owners and right. Roger Goodell. Right, and uh, it's just kind of incredible to continue to watch this saga unfold because. On the field, there's no question what Antonio Brown brings to the game. Right. That's crazy athlete. I mean. He's, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Has been the top three, if not the best receiver in football for the past five years, yeah. four years. He doesn't really get hurt. Right. He catches the ball. He can. He got yak for you. He has separation speed. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got it all. But he's running into some problems off the field, and I wonder if things have snowballed and gotten out of control now. Wow. Or, you know, it seemed like some of this seemed like it was orchestrated. Right. And now I know that oftentimes those things go from orchestration to out of control. Now, right. I never bought into the orchestration of him going to the Raiders to actually get to the Patriots or any of that. I you didn't, didn't buy it. No, I didn't buy that. It seemed like he was sincere when I was watching the, well, uh, uh, the hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. But it what if like he, he was all this in? This is any weekend. It is. Hey, he could just be I don't a think that he's a great actor. I don't know about his chops, though. I mean, yeah, he yeah. had some serious How chops. How was he on ballers? Solid. Was out. I have to say, was he? He only had one or two lines, but they were convincing. Really, man. But the feet, though, <laughs> he commit. He's a method. Come on, man. There's <laughs> a method performance. Cryo feet, Yarl, Yarl, Yarl's Barkley. They look terrible. Yeah, plantation feet. He did. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, the runaway plantation feet. Uh, right, oh, right. Oh, terrible. Oh, <laughs> they look terrible. Too soon. Not the Kente feet. Not got the Kente. He got him. I got to break free. it all. Give us free. No. <laughs> Give us free. No. Live look at it. No, no. <laughs> you got it. Ah, <laughs> oh, them cryo feet. 
man, I've never seen that. I that was a that was a real stories of the Highway Patrol man. via cryo. I've man. done the cryo. I I enjoy it. When he they, must have had moisture on his feet yeah, in order for they that make to happen. Sure, yeah, you that you don't that you're not that you ain't wet that you rub down. Yeah, they want you to be dry rub. Right. When you get in there, have I've you done it? it? I've done it. Yeah, it feels incredible on your joints. It's terrifying though. For about you know thirty to forty seconds, you feel like I got to get out of here because I'm gonna die because it's so cold. Mm-hmm. Did you do the full immersion? I did the full body, like you walk inside a, a like a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. That's the, the one that I did, and it's negative two twelve in there. Two twelve. And the first like fifteen seconds, you like okay, I can do this. And then the next 35, 45 seconds, you hey, like this is serious business. I can't this do this. This isn't natural. <laughs> this is not natural. What are people saying on the live stream, Rob? You got you got action. Man, they, you got action, Jackson, on your thing. We got. I see this is a lot of live love. Man, they saying somebody said they're in France. You say hello, it's uh, Hello from France. People are Bonjour waving. France. Oui, 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 oui. Sacré bleu. It's a little sacré bleu. Sacré bleu. So uh, I got another announcement for you guys, which is. CBS dropped a gem. What happened? The Unicorn is available for, for live streaming right now. Really? The Unicorn what? Pilot is available today. Wow. On the CBS app. Yeah. For free. Ad free. Just to just to give them a little taste. So it hasn't even hit the hasn't even hit the airwaves, airwaves yet. And they go But they blessing people with a live stream if you want to drop them. CBS. That's amazing. CBS.com. That is, right? You can watch the unicorn. So they leaking the unicorn. They leaked it. How they going to leak the unicorn? What happened? I think somebody got it in the barber shop. Right. And CBS is just like, you know what? Just beat them. Let's beat them. We got to beat them. So I got these unicorns. (laughs) Two for five. Okay. (laughs) Season one and two. Right. Right. You know, my man man from Ballers is on here now. Okay. You need that. No, you need that. Now, I got the unicorns. All right, man. Just give me six. <laughs> it was like, let me cut these brothers off and go ahead and put it out officially. Get this out. Get this out. Yeah, so that's out. Uh, but but staying with this theme, I mean, what is going to happen with the saga of AB? We have a caller, a longtime contributor, who wants to know exactly that. Hello. Trucker Dave, live on the Ozone. How you been? Pretty good, fellas. What's going on? <laughs> you oh, got man. it. You tell us. We're here. We're, we're talking sports. We're talking life. We actually have a, a, a renowned actor. Robbie Jones is in our very first celebrity guest on the Ozone. Uh, uh, I do believe you were our very first caller back in 2016, and now our very first celebrity host is here. This is a full-blown reunion. Wow. Going at it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Trucker Dave, y- you tell me. Now, we see Antonio Brown. We're having a, a an in-studio debate. Was the whole thing orchestrated from last year for him to get to your New England Patriots, or do you think that it was happenstance and now things may have been uh, have have gone snowballed out of control on Antonio Brown? Give me your take. I just think things have snowballed out of control. I don't think that he orchestrated the you know this whole fiasco right now, but I think it's just gone out of control, and he saw the opportunity. And I just don't understand why New England would. Everybody's on board with it. I just don't understand why you need him. I mean, you guys have a monster squad. Honestly, I would say this is the best New England squad that I've seen offensively, in, in offensively and defense as a team. This okay. is the best team that I've seen the New England had in a long time. So. The only thing that they're missing is that crazy presence of the the Teddy tight end, Brewski. no Gronk oh. or or the killer or Aaron the killer, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> this is you guys. You guys are killing. You guys are missing that killer instinct. Oh. <laughs> It's wow! Too soon. You're, but not, you're, you're not even really missing that. Yeah, 
And and yeah, and so you don't feel like he's necessary. You feel like the core of Josh Gordon, uh, Edelman, these guys, Hogan, all these guys. Is Philip Dorsett, like no, Philip yeah, Dorsett. Dorsett is over there now, uh, and and um, your running back Sony Michelle is out there. Is good enough. Got Burke yet? Yeah, I think it's I, I think it's good enough. I mean, you didn't even mention Jacoby Myers, who's the one that's got railroaded. This kid, man, in the preseason he balled out. He's an undrafted uh, rookie. And he made the team. And then you got the other guy, uh, Nikhil Harry, who's on IR until week eight. So I'm just like, why do you need him? Why do you need Antonio Brown? And they got the baggage that came with it. Yeah, I think that Bill Belichick falls in love with players like that. You know, he he, huh. he gets enamored with him like he was with Ed Reed. So Ed Reed could play with him right now. And Ed Reed's an old man, but he probably would sign him because he was in love with Ed Reed. He just loves players, certain players, and then he just has to have them. It's almost like a Christmas present for him. Huh. Because he really... Yeah, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No. I'm just saying that he really doesn't need them. He just wants them. Yeah, it's just like, and I just was reading something a little while ago that was saying that, um, would, is it okay for New England to trade for Jalen Ramsey? It's like, come on, man. You guys got Patrick Gilmore, got Jonathan Jones. You got all of the players, man. You got J.C. Jackson. I mean, you, they're stacked on defense. This is the best defense that I think they've ever had. The linebackers all the way across. There's right. no weakness. They have a top five defense right now. They've only given up three points. Right. And if you look at it, to me, you could actually make a case that this is where the cross-reference of sports with these super teams are coming into play. You think? Yeah. And I think it's going too far. But I will say this. LeBron James and Tom Brady have won. These are two superstars who's won without them. This is like the first year that they're really – getting rewarded for not having them. You really look at both of them. Well, LeBron had one stack team. That was with uh, Chris Bosh and um, Dwayne Wade. So he had a nice team right there. But I understand what you're saying. But but, but the, the Patriots, I mean, it's, it's overkill. You don't need Antonio Brown. And now he's bringing yeah, all the problems with him. Yeah, it's, it's complete overkill. I mean, you know, I know somebody's going to get hurt on the, re- on the receiving core, and you need the backups and everything else. But – what do you need Antonio Brown for? You just don't need him. And you know, I just don't see it. To me, I think it has less to do with need. All of this stuff always has less to do with need, and it seems to have more to do. Ooh, sorry about that. It has more to do with the stack. They're stacking guys, man. They stack guys. Just like you say, okay, a guy, maybe a guy gets hurt. Maybe he falls in love with the guy. I think that the bigger issue is. Everybody wants it to be as easy as possible to win. Right. And this is a problem with sports. I don't think get that and, from Bill Belichick. And this, no. I don't get that from Bill Belichick normally. But I, I agree with Trucker Dave. Why do you need him? Why do you need Jalen Ramsey? It, we already covered. We've already covered in the last podcast. We covered that 70 to 80% of the league is garbage. Yes. Trash. 85. Maybe, and I'm being generous, maybe 85% of the league. And you got about six good teams in the league. And now everybody wants yes. to go to those teams because they win all the time, but they're supposed to win all the time because they have all the talent. Exactly. Yeah. But New England hasn't had all of the talent, but they do now. But, you know, and I'm kind of disappointed in Andy Reid because this is the time for you to step up. If you don't step up and get Antonio Brown, which would have been awesome, but they said the locker room was great. You got to step up and offer your number one. They want two number ones for Jalen Ramsey. You gotta but I just it. heard that the, I got to get Jalen Ramsey. Owner, I'm Andy Reid. I have to get. You got to get. What are you doing, Jaylen man? Ramsey is the best corner in football. 
And they he is help the best corner in, in football. City. Yeah, and their defense is always suspect. Yeah. And he's, he's just sitting back. He's there's from what I read, he doesn't want to disturb, uh, disturb his locker room. With Jalen so Ramsey, what are you doing, man? And Jalen Ramsey is showing you that he's just a winner. Jalen Ramsey is showing you he's saying, "Hey, man, he's saying, hey, man, I want to, I want to get out there and I want to, I want to win, and this is not doing that. Exactly, I'm not doing that in no. Jacksonville. He wants to play man on man. He doesn't want to yeah. play zone. Make any play but zone. He's just like look at Marcus Peters was. Look at the way the guy. Yeah, look at the way this guy covers uh, Tyreek Hill. He's yeah. the reason why Tyreek Hill got hurt in week one. And last year when he played, he did him up. He sure did. So, And he knows it. And he knows. And everybody in the league knows. Everybody knows. How about Jacksonville not uh, not actually showing up and not packing it in? Because if they go 0-3, the season is done. Henshaw's not a bad quarterback when you watch him play. No, he, he makes the plays. No, and I, I, like his, I like his aggression and his confidence. And what I also like about him is he spreads the ball around. You know, a lot of quarterbacks get stuck on stupid and they want to give somebody 15 targets a game. That's yeah. too many targets for one, yeah. one receiver. Right. Right. Hey, right. you never know. you never know which team is sitting on the next Patrick Mahomes, meaning yeah. that you know, this guy's already on the roster. He just doesn't have a name, but he hasn't, you know, the superstar hasn't got hurt, and he has his time to shine. I was just telling somebody else about that because mostly all the number one quarterbacks that you have in the league came about because another quarterback got hurt. Right. You know, right. Right. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, Steve Brett Young. Steve Young. Steve Young. Yep. You can just keep on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, all of them. Yeah, you need a shot. Yeah, and those guys are ready. Young guys are ready. But now they just recycled these has-been quarterbacks and keep bringing them back in the trash. And then you got a bad product when you go to the backup. Usually the third-string quarterback is better than the second-string quarterback. Now I saw an interesting – Well, what is all of that – go ahead. I I I saw an interesting question posed to stay along with the Jalen Ramsey thing is the Miami Dolphins are dealing with a situation where nobody wants to be there. I mean, how bad is the organization if nobody wants to be in Miami? Come Can on, you man. imagine? That's terrible. Is that true that those guys all ask for trades? They, Come on, like, man. So many guys ask for trades. I think that a college game? team, a good college team, would give them a run for their money, and that's terrible to say for an NFL team. I think they could be the, beat Come the, on, the Dolphins. I'm serious. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But, Come on, but, but I, I do feel like – But I do – T loves to be – he's excessive Terry. This is where he goes. He's exaggerating <laughs> Terry. E.T. phone home. E.T. Excessive Terry. Hey, Robbie Jones, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hey, not only that, what the Mar- I mean, the Dolphins have scored 10, 10 points in the last two games. Or whatever. Yeah, but Ouch. my point is, so what? Do, what do people do now? You know what? What if guys say no? It becomes a version of a work stoppage or a strike to a certain degree. And what? What do they do? Well, that's on you. You go out there and get hurt. You can't go out in football and not play. You go out there and play halfway. You get smashed. That's how it goes in football, right? Yeah. If you don't play, you want to go fifty percent. The other team's not going fifty percent. Call the ambulance. <laughs> Call the ambulance. Man. Call the ambulance. Basically, real talk. But look, Open look at look at look at where Miami is now. Though they have three number one draft picks for next year. But the thing is not to just get draft picks, but to use them and use them the correct way, and then you know build your team like that. If you learn anything from Andrew Luck retiring, is what. If you if you saw all of these uh, quarterbacks that are getting hurt, you have to draft a good offensive lineman. You have oh, to. It's mandatory. A must. Man, it's a it's must. must. It's a man. must. There's a reason that they're the, the second highest paid guys on the field. Right. Because it, right. it is pointless to have a great quarterback and no line unless that great quarterback is Russell Wilson. Yeah. Because he's the only person it seems like who can play without an offensive line. Well, only man. quarterback. But how how much he's shorter so they're going to make his Jack. career? Right. You know? Yeah, they're going to shorten his career. That's yeah. exactly it. It's only so long you're going to. Well, that's where Cam is. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, and I'm going to say something else. Have you seen pictures of Cam Newton lately, Rob? Something different. It's the vegan diet. <laughs> he's doing something different. Doing something I don't. Different. I don't think he's doing something different. For I don't think that affects his clothing. But he. But he is doing something different. Come on, man. With that food, and that's what I was talking. I wasn't yeah. just talking about the. You know, his. his let's call it eccentric uh, uh, wardrobe. Yeah. I was having a conversation on set yesterday with the cameraman, okay. one of whom is uh, went. I do believe he went vegetarian, not vegan. Okay. And we were talking about how different Cam Newton, his physical makeup is now. Right. I met Cam Newton about five years yeah. ago, five, maybe five or six years ago when he was the best player in the league. Right. I don't know if I have ever met a better physical specimen than Cam Newton. Wow. You look, you look at Cam and in any sport. You're enamored. In the world. <laughs> you're like, wow, this Cam is, Newton is a stud. looked like a statue. Wow. And I gave him like that, huh? Oh my goodness. Dave. I gave him <laughs> I gave him Dap and he brought me in for a hug. I was like, all right, get Cam. It was like running into the wall. Well, hey, Everybody that knows me knows I am no small guy. Right. Cam Newton right. was I mean totally solid this wow. guy was in tremendous condition Man. not that he's not still in tremendous condition but in football i'm not sure if switching to the vegan diet the vegetarian diet yeah. is what you need in football in comparison to like in basketball when the guys are working for inflammation and x right. y and z right. well there's a lot less contact there because cam newton is a shell of himself yeah is he Oh, he hasn't he run, he run the ball or anything. He doesn't look the same. Yeah, but he hasn't even tried to Offensive run, though. Line, man. He hasn't tried Offensive to run. Line. Offensive line. Yeah, you but get those. Look at look at Z. Look at where they look at how Dak wins all of the time. What does Dak Prescott have? Nothing. He has more time to throw because of the offensive line. Right, which also he helps out. Yes, he's it's being protected by line. he's being protected by the offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott, yes. which then in turn has elevated him to be able to manage games in a way that makes him appear much better than he is. I think with the Dallas, I think with the Dallas Cowboys, we're going to find out if they're real or not over the next four weeks. Yeah, because this week is a is a, a bust down. I mean, they're playing the Dolphins. This, Ooh, yeah, those That's games easy. shouldn't even count. The That's four easy. weeks after that, That's this easy. is what I'm talking it's about. A it's a bye week. It's a- <laughs> That's a bye week. Yeah, basically a bye week. It's basically a bye week. <laughs> this is a bye week. It's terrible. Yeah, you should only have to play a half. You they should only have to play a half. They should have a mercy rule. Yeah, they should have a mercy rule. But I got twenty by half. Like but in the they, video games, that Madden. Yeah, 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 I got 20, 20. I'm up twenty one. Uh, get off the sticks. Get man. off the sticks, man. Done. Get we off done. the sticks. Next. But they do have a, a live club at the stadium in Miami, so it could still be live. Cracking. Yeah, Dak and Zeke might run up there at halftime. Right. <laughs> It's too many garbage teams. They're kicking it during the game. It's unacceptable, Trucker Dave. We we invest our time, you know. And if you're a fan of one of these garbage teams, you invest your time and your money into the organization, and they give you nothing. This is what I'm saying about being loyal to a team. Why should you be loyal to a team when they're not going to be loyal to you as a fan? They want you to invest in the seats and in the tickets and all that kind of stuff. But what do they give you? Now, the Dolphins used to be an elite franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, set all they kinds of always records. there. Yeah, they're always there. Right. And now they're not even – I'm serious. I don't think that they can – You don't think they can beat Clemson? I don't think they, they give them a run. <laughs> Dabo. <laughs> Dabo, sweetie, give them a run. Dabo, give them a problem. <laughs> They might not be able to beat Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> this hey, is ridiculous. If they go 0-16, they may be able to draft that Clemson quarterback. Everybody yeah, that, there you go. Line. That's what you got to do, though. Then there's that. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to yeah. put an offensive lineman in front of him, though. So you have to 
go high in the draft on the offensive lineman, then get your quarterback because you're not going to find too many Russell Wilsons no. and Lamar Jacksons who can, you know, just create for everybody and, you know, and still win. And still win. So the offensive line is, is so important. Good coaching, good, you know, good drafting. And good character guys is what really helps you. Yeah, team. locker room. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. Trucker Dave, last thing we want to get to you before we know uh, you got to get get out and get rolling. Uh, over under on the Patriots season at 13 wins. How do you like it? Uh, I like it about 14 and 2. I don't think 16 and 0. Over. So you're going over 13. Wow. I'm going over 13. Yeah, this schedule able to go 14 and 2. I mean, they did. They, they play all the garbage teams yeah, in not their that, division. That's not, not their that they fault. Can, not that they can't beat good teams. But they play all these garbage teams. I want to see what they're going to do against, against the Ravens. That's what I want to see. Hmm. Well, they have to play the uh, Texans and they have to play Kansas City. And, you know, I can't say – I mean, I just love Patrick Mahomes. Just I watching him, it's just like – Yeah. It's How can you not like him? The way this guy sees – I think I think the Ravens are going to beat them though. Kansas City because Kansas City because Kansas City doesn't still doesn't have defense. It's a problem. Yeah, they still don't. They really don't have any any defense. Their offense is unbelievable. And look yes. at what he's lost. And I was starting to think like I love New England, but is this a conspiracy? Because when Kareem Hunt, when Kansas City was just rolling through the league last year, all of a sudden they find this thing on Kareem Hunt. Now you know right. that kind of depletes the team. Tyreek Hill gets hurt. This guy's still rolling, man. He's got seven touchdowns, no interceptions. Him and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. In two in two or three games. And, you know, uh, it kind of makes you feel like MAGA's involved. <laughs> because. Maxi Priest and MAGA. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's, it, they're hanging out with Trump. Suspicious things happen. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Yeah, it's kind of weird, man. <laughs> it goes deep. Deep state, Rob. Deep state. That's what we do on the Ozone. Go deep state. 10,000 leagues under the sea, oh, boy. <laughs> deep state. Under the league. Deep state. Oh. And ET. <laughs> Chuck and Dave, always a pleasure to have you. Which part of the wonderful country, the United States of America, are you on the road in now? Uh, I'm in the lovely city of California. The state right. of California, oh, you can't beat it. Can't beat it. Definitely. <laughs> All right, now, we'll catch, except for traffic. Avoid the streets between 3 and 9.30, and then again from 4 to 8, right? And then if you could stay off the traffic from, <laughs> this is you what we're dealing with now. Half hour. Right. You got a half hour window to get wherever you're going. To all day. Half hour. And plus the president's there. Uh, oh, man. Oh, Forget about it. That was a nightmare. <laughs> so, uh, Trucker Dave, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Always a pleasure to talk with our constituents on the Ozone. Trucker Dave with the insight on New England and the league, and he agrees that the league is garbage. (laughs) But fortunately for him, he roots for a good team. Want to shift our attention now to our special guest. Robbie, you're here. You're here to promote a project. I mean, I woke up the other day. To uh, my social media feed was buzzing from Oscar winner Russell Crowe showing you direct love for your performance in this film, American Dreamer. What did that feel like? Brother, when I tell you it was mind blowing, there really aren't really words to describe it, man. It's 
when somebody on that level of the game acknowledges your work, it's just like a list, man. man. Like, thank you, thank you, thank. Like, just humbling. I think is I he sh- involved with the film, or was no. that just, he just saw the movie and felt compelled? Yes, to speak out on that's awesome. Yes, man. Wow. The director of our film directed him in a film uh, just recently and showed him the, like sent him a screener and and he called back and said, just, "Are you not entertained?" <laughs> <laughs> he just he just really really gravitated to the film and really was like he he just apparently had felt a real strong kind of way about my performance and, awesome. t- and told the director and the director told me he was like man russell crowe called me in the middle of the night and wanted to talk for like a half an hour about robbie jones performance and wow, that. wow and i was like are you kidding me he was like man it's so serious he's a huge fan of yours now and then he started tweeting and i was like oh my god i mean he just started he started rattling off tweets about yeah, how yeah. great the performance was yeah. about how we'll show you guys on the pop-up uh, on the piece about how great the performance yeah. was about how he's going to be such a busy man after this film comes out uh, just just ranting and raving about the performance and russell crowe as we know lays down the good work yeah it's amazing that's javel i've been a huge huge <laughs> fan yeah. a huge fan who's not a fan of russell crowe right the gladiator man yeah did you uh, see the work he just put down with the the loudest voice in the room i did not oh man when roger, roger Ailes. Ailes. oh my god he was fantastic he was a pig he's a man he was man. he was uh, he was disgusting he made his me work believe. oh man no no that's what i mean not him yeah, yeah you know no, i don't know him personally yeah no I, I mean one day hopefully i get a chance to meet him but man sounds like you're on your way out to yeah. Russell Crowe, man. I appreciate you so much. That's well, let's play the trailer about. right now yeah. for for everybody. It's going to be on audio, but you guys can go find the trailer yeah. for American Dreamer. The film is out right now. Mike. Hey, Cam. What's up? I'm probably going to need to borrow some money. Are you Chloe? I wouldn't be asking if I wasn't desperate. How's it going? Just try. Where my money at, bro? It's all there, I swear. You drive for me when I need you, end of the day, you get your two bills. You can't miss your child support payments. You won't just lose visitation with your son, you will go to jail. Is this the world we live in, where a father can't even see his own son? Sir! Whoa, whoa! So what are you going to do? Daddy got something for you. Look at this. Look, 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 look. Look, Prince. If you want to see your girlfriend again, 20 grand cash. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I promise I won't hurt you. Everything okay? Somebody took something from me. Put the gun away! They're gonna call the cops! What's going on? Oh my god! Where is he? Everything's gonna be okay. American Dreamer, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's intense. That was an intense trailer. Wow. That was an intense. I'm all in. I'm in. I might have to watch him today. I might have to watch him right now. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Wow. Right? That was a wow. 
So Jim Gaffigan, who's known primarily for comedy, correct? Right, yeah. he's, he's a comedian. Stand-up comedian. And he's hugely successful. And he's huge, wildly successful. Yeah. Uh, had his own show on Fox, was it, before? Yeah, man. He's, he's shoot, Forbes list. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> with, yeah. The, with the comedy. So, so talk to me. How did you get involved with the film? The crazy part is it was sent to me, just like a regular script was sent. And as soon as I read it, I was like, oh, I got to talk to the director. Please get me on the phone with the director. Really? Who Who's wrote, the director of the who, film? This guy named Derek Bort. Okay. Fantastic director. He wrote he, him and uh, Danny Forte uh, combined their. They wrote the script together. Okay, and uh, I was like, "Who wrote this? Who wrote this? Is a crazy story. Like these roles are so meaty." And anyways, I, I uh, my team was like, "Yo, you have to tape." And I made a tape, and the director called me shortly after. Was, was this like, while you were away? No, I was here. Okay, uh, and um, I made a made a tape and sent it off. And the director was like, "Hey, you know, <laughs> I, I, I love it, and you know, let's do this thing." And we had, I mean, it was a much longer conversation than that. Clearly, but went out to uh, Virginia and shot it in sixteen days in Norfolk, Virginia. Like, I loved all that. night, every night <laughs> for yeah. like sixteen days. Straight. That hard work. Yeah, wow. yeah. We put it, we put in some real strong man hours and. Uh, Hopefully we made something that's memorable and that came together and people really respond to it. Because there's a there's a powerful message behind the film. It's not just this this white knuckle thriller. There's a it's a method me- method and message behind the message. You can see it in the trailer though. Yeah. That's what's awesome about yeah. it because yeah. you can see the stories that maybe that I haven't of course haven't seen, but embedded in that story. You yeah. know, and it's always awesome to have a great a great trailer like that. Yeah, man, that trailer is great. So where can the people find the film? The film is available right now. It's in theaters. It's in 10 markets in the select theaters. I believe New York, L.A., Minnesota, Seattle, uh... Detroit, I'm, I'm blanking. There's a few other places. I'm, I'm going to look right. it up right yeah. now. I'm going to yeah. look it up right now. And uh, it's available online. Uh, you can get it on, on iTunes, and you can get it on demand. So it's a day-and-date type of thing. Okay. It just dropped everywhere the new today. World. Yep. It's a brand-new way of releasing films, and uh, we got a, a limited theater and uh, iTunes and on demand today. So uh, we have a screening here in L.A. tonight. And uh, it's going to be a Q&A after with uh, Jim Gaffigan and I and the director and the producer. So. Where Where is that screening? So if our fans want to go tonight in the Los Angeles area, yeah. you're welcome to go uh, and, and watch the film and speak to the stars and the director of the film. Yes. Where is that screening? It's at 7.40 p.m. at the Lemley Monica Center. In, uh, in Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Yes. And, okay. And, uh, yeah, so... It's just packed out already, and uh, maybe there's a few extra tickets left. But I know they were they were yeah, talking it's about this. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it might be sold out. Uh, uh, that was hey, the listen, word I was catching. But hey, line them up. We're excited about people seeing it tonight, and then you know it's it's out everywhere today. So Man, that looks awesome. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I'm I'm ready. Yeah, yeah thank I'm you. ready to go. Thank you. This is uh, it's a big different. It's a different role for me though. Oh, this, which is great. This is what I see. Yeah, it's it's like it's like here's me, and then that role is like way over there. But like, that's this is the best when you get to get out of what people see you as right and that's probably what made russell crowe go crazy Mm -hmm. is you know when people have an image i have to fight this all the time right now i lean into it because it's financially lucrative sure but as an artist it's so fulfilling to do something that is out of what people have seen you do exactly unfortunately and terry and i talk about it all the time the creatives in Hollywood that run things aren't necessarily so creative. Mm-hmm. And pretty much they can see what they've already seen. This is why they're so excited when they see something new or someone new. This is this is my opinion, right. at least. And they're great at putting things in boxes. They're right. great at that. Yeah. Right. And this is why Let's they're, they're always shelf. so excited to get the theater guy from New York. <laughs> 
This is why fumble. This is this is why they're so excited to get uh, the 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 cat in from London or from Australia right. because he's new. He's different. The the executives don't often give you a chance to do something different as an actor. Very true. And I think that 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 you getting this chance to do something different is great. And it looks like you did something special with it. Thank you, man. It's it, that was what really that was the first thing that attracted me to it because I see this role and I'm like. Oh, this would be so awesome to get a chance to do this because this is so different from me. And if I could really get my teeth in this thing, I think, you know, I could really play around with this thing and maybe make something cool happen. Right. So it, makes you grow, it helps you grow as a talent, right? It helps you grow as a talent. Yeah. And, and so for, for those of you who are listening who didn't get to watch it, uh, the gist of the trailer seems to be that there is a, uh, an Uber driver or Lyft driver type mm-hmm. who's driving around who's having some money troubles, which is snowballing into some custody troubles, and he's under a lot of pressure. And one of his fares that he picks up seems to be a hustler of some sort, maybe someone with uh, some ties to some illegal activity right. that offer him some money to drive, at which point he decides that he may need to kidnap that man's child to then in turn – Fix his financial problem. Right. What is your character's name? My character's name is Maz. And uh, basically, Jim's character, Cam, uh, he's been chauffeuring him around for a while on the side. Okay. He he turns off the the, The meter app. Yep. And, you know, is responding to text messages and he's shuttling him around. This is a real life thing. These guys are doing this. A lot of drug dealers are using these ride share things because they know the cops aren't going to pull them over. They put the weight in the trunk. And they shuttle them around, and it's 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 a real thing. For those of you who don't know, the weight is the illicit illegal drug. Yes, also is, known uh, commonly in the hood as the weight. That is hood vernacular. That is for drugs. <laughs> Sometimes we call it the dope. <laughs> <laughs> the dope or the if work. You, if you don't know, the work needs its own space. Right. The work is very 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 delicate. He's very intimate. He needs his own space. He needs his trunk space. He needs his own room. Yes. Anybody who needs to know workspace. He needs. Work. Work. <laughs> he needs his own. We work. He needs his own workspace you know you know you don't run around with that work right. you know, the work is big he's big body so <laughs> so he's uh he's chauffeuring around this low-level drug dealer to make some money on the side okay and uh, before the night is over he has come up with this plot to to remedy his financial situations by trying to get some sort of sort of ransom from this guy and right it goes horrendously wrong it goes haywire horrendously wrong i don't know many kidnappings that go well Right. Even when they go well. I mean, I've done a couple that did. Whoa, went, whoa no, Rob. No. They're recording this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe this role isn't so far. From I didn't mean that at all. He got into character for real. I didn't mean that at all. I was weird. I made it weird. Uh, didn't I? I you made, made it weird. you got it a little weird. Sorry I need that. to go back to sports now. Apologize. Uh, so, wow. So the film is out. It's a day and date release. Have you ever been in a film that does the day and date release? No, it's my first time. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning kind of how that, that goes. You, you got to you pull a lot of favors for people. To, mm-hmm. Hey, can you talk about the film? Can you, can you, can you put it out there for well, me? Well, let me tell you, you know the mean? Ozone like, family is here for you. I appreciate We're that. We're here to promote the film. Thank you, man. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. Uh, it's hard to get a hold of you. Robbie was tanning his cheeks in, uh, in Bora <laughs> really? Bora for a little while. A little Bora Bora. Yeah, talk to him. Talk it's to the people. CG. It's oh, CG. CG. <laughs> my bad. Uh, my, 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 my South Pacific geography is not twisted. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the best. I was able to bronze a little <laughs> yeah, bit out there. They say bronze, bronze. 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 I was, you know, when I got back, they called me LeBronze. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jones. LeBron's Jones. <laughs> um, no, I got a what chance. What was that to, film about? I got a chance to run out to Fiji to shoot a film. Uh, run out to Fiji. Uh, you know, know. That took a little 18 hour film. You know, I ran on out there, Great. shot out to Fiji. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I got the opportunity to film a film called Fantasy Island. It comes out next year. Um, it's a Blumhouse production. People brought you uh, Get Out. And uh, it's uh, Michael Pena. And Maggie Q and uh, a few other people. We did uh, Fantasy Island, the remake, and it's a thriller. Really? It's a thriller. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a thriller. They, cool. they turned it on his ear. It's a little bit of a thriller. So Blumhouse, man, this Jason Blum character, he's not messing around. Not messing around. No, he's, he's not playing no games. Changing Hollywood. Yeah, he really is through the whole way he he puts his films together to the pay scale to yes. everything. You know, yes. they, they 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 have a formula and they just and it, plug and play, it, it, plug and play, and it and works. It's working. It's working. So I can't knock it. I'm, I was a it was a pleasure to be a part of it. So I'm excited to see how that comes together. So right now, is this one going to theater or is it? Yeah, that's the that's a big. You know, they're you know they do. Yeah, Blumhouse does a big. big us, know, they're not playing around that yeah. whole. Yeah, they they they're doing they, it they, super large. They do it large. But but American Dreamer is in is in films. It, it's in sorry it's in theaters yes so if you are in a major market you can find it it's going to be a limited release but as people like you know you can watch it at home yes there's a lot of home home theater action out there and you can watch it at home buy it on itunes right this second right i did it last night Huh? <laughs> I was like, I'm getting me one. <laughs> Sixteen days. That's beautiful to think that you could put something together so can, important right? so quickly. Yeah, I'm just glad that people are responding to it. Um, I think uh, last time I checked, Rotten Tomatoes was 100 percent from my audience score. Wow. And uh, you know, with people like Russell and you know yourself and other people that are just kind of helping put the the word out, it's it's been really really cool, man. It's been That's really great. Cool. Yeah, a blessing. Truly a blessing, man. Oh man. Oh man, I'm not blowing smoke. That looks very, very interesting. I mean, thank you. That's that looks really, really good. Thank you. Go see it. Go see it. Go, Go see American Dreamer now, yeah. folks. We're gonna pump it up on the ozone for sure and get yes. you some get you some love. Yeah. Right now, uh, we're gonna move to boxing, and you know this saga between Golden Boy and uh, and their budding star Ryan Garcia has uh, gone be asked, gone past. Ahead and has actually come to a resolution. Of course. Wow. Just like you said last week, you heard Oscar De La Hoya speak up as a veteran leader and said, we'll get down to the bottom of this thing. Sometimes the egos have to step back and, uh, and, and we have to step forward and, and come to a deal. So, for Rob, if you don't know, uh, Golden Boy, who is the, the company that is the namesake of Oscar De La Hoya, sure. who promotes uh, Canelo Alvarez. Right who promotes uh, a young kid named Virgil Ortiz, who's mm-hmm. going to be his big star. And they promote another young kid that's a local here mm-hmm. uh, named Ryan Garcia. Okay. And the kid's a uh, – he's a social media star. He's got millions of followers on social media. He uh, he's, he's working his way up in the rankings, but they've been very cautious with him, right. to say the least. Okay. Well, he is uh, – he was supposed to fight last weekend in Carson. Okay. And – it didn't work out because the person that he was supposed to fight it was a big fight hype buildup. He sold a lot of tickets for it. Sure. Then the person that he was supposed uh, supposed to fight come to find he had a warrant and the authorities picked him up. What on the Wednesday before the fight, or the Wednesday the fight was Saturday and I think they picked him up on Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. An arrest warrant. An arrest warrant for an old charge that there's a lot of confusion surrounding it. Mm-hmm. Well, there was another guy who was on the card who they say uh, it, it was ready to fight. And the president of Golden Boy came out with a statement that said the fight was offered to to Ryan Garcia, their fighter, mm-hmm. uh, basically the next day, 
and that he said he was too tough and he didn't want to fight him. Now we can understand for exactly we can understand for the life of us why anybody would say that about their own uh, fighter. There was a lot of confusion. They put out a statement that said. This guy is too tough. We don't want our guy to fight him. No, they put out a statement saying that they asked the fighter himself if he wanted to fight him. And he said, no, he's too tough. Shut up. Total confusion. No, we didn't understand what was going on. Uh, Yeah. And which made the kid, the kid's 19 years old. He responded emotionally. He went crazy on the internet, put his own numbers on blast, said his money was funny and his change was strange. Oh, no. Said his bread wasn't right. Oh, no. And he's been selling tickets for them and he doesn't appreciate the way that he's been getting treated and yada, yada, and yada, yada. Oscar De La Hoya stepped in with some veteran leadership and just two days ago, they they signed him to a lucrative deal. Now it's all smiles. Everything is all rosy in the league. And the guy that they were trying to get him to fight, he now has a co-headlining uh, deal to fight on the Canelo Alvarez card in Las Vegas on November 2nd against uh, Kovalev. Oh, wow. So now he's going to fight this guy, Dunn, that he was, I think it was Dunn or Dune, that he's supposed to be fighting, that rumor has it he was already lined up to fight. Right. But just down the road, I don't know what's going on, but it's very soap operatic and dramatic. What a turn of events. And now Oscar De La Hoya came out today and said that he's gunning to get this kid, Ryan Garcia, to be the first boxer ever to sign a $700 million deal. Now, do you think this is because he's having problems with Canelo, that he's trying to set his set his next one up? Because I know that they invest everything into Canelo, but it looks like they're trying to set it up just in case Canelo decides to jump ship. Wait, what, what's the problem with Canelo? So... It's, fun, it's funny that you asked. Except for that that uh, Mexican cow meat that he was having. Oh, why you got to bring that up? That's what he Everybody's said. Everybody's forgotten about that. That's what that. he said. Yeah. He said it was the Mexican it was cow that carne. meat. Carne. Yeah. carne. That carne wasn't right. No. Well, well, apparently... There was uh, there's been trouble in paradise because because Canelo Canelo carne extravagante it it was extravagant (laughs) Uh, and partially tainted oh man tainted love (laughs) and so so yeah so Canelo missed for the first time fighting on Mexican Independence Day in years and he did not fight last weekend which is the major a major boxing fight weekend exactly it's uh, you know the last two triple G fights were uh, on that weekend right. And um, the last the two fights versus Triple G. And um, so he wanted to move up in weight and fight at 175 and fight Sergey Kovalev. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that went over well or I don't know what happened. But ever since then, he's been really salty. And now Oscar De La Hoya has been saying the trilogy with Triple G is coming next year. And Canelo Alvarez just came out and said, I have no interest and no business with Gennady Golovkin. Everything has been decided. They said, well, Oscar said you fight next year. He says, Oscar says all kind of stuff that doesn't make sense. Oh, boy. Yeah. Sound like there's trouble in the land. There's it trouble. could be. And uh, and I think that the investment in Ryan Garcia definitely is a hedge on the bet. Mm-hmm. But I also think that Oscar De La Hoya has benefited and reaped the fruits of a successful boxing career. Mm-hmm. And he wants to spread that as long and far as he can to the people, especially of his own heritage, which is admirable. Right. You know, because Absolutely. now this is a time that I actually feel like Canelo is dodging because Canelo could not believe that he dominated both of those. There's fights. just no, he can't believe there, that. there's no way that he could believe that he dominated Triple G. And there's that's what absolutely he's no conceivable way. And no, he's, but, but, but that's what but, he's but trying that's, to sell. That's what he's trying to sell. He's he's trying to say, like, I beat him twice. I beat him twice. Says We have no other business to handle. Yeah. What else do we need to do on paper? I get what you're saying in real life. 
cut it out. <laughs> cut, cut it out. Cut, cut it, it out. out. Cut it out. There's only a handful he of lost, people that believe both he fights. He lost the first fight. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly he lost the first fight. He tightened up the second one. He tightened up the lost. second one. But I thought he still lost. Put yeah. it like this. If they was running a race, he got smoked. He got walked he got, in the first fight. The second one, he it was like. Yeah, 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 but he yeah. still lost. But it, but it was a bang bang play. He, he lost by like you know point eight seconds. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. You know I mean, I agree. He made adjustments. But he, he made lost. a second fight. Nevertheless, he lost both. But fights. he lost both. <laughs> lost both fights. He lost both Can fights. We agree on that. I at the ozone, totally agree. The ozone fully is okay. Totally. Agree. We were ringside we were in the ringside. First, yeah, in the, in the first at the first fight, and it looked like he was going to not answer the bell at one. Point. Yeah, at one point it looked like he couldn't. Uh, I think it was between the eighth and the ninth round. It looked like he couldn't get off the stool. Like they yeah. might not send him back out. No, look, he might not. Like he like he looked over out there. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he even added Golovkin is fighting no names and nobodies. Meanwhile, so he's trying to salt him? He's As salting he, him. Oh, oh, come on. You, but his strategy, it seems that the strategy is to get Gennady to fight a whole bunch of people to wear him down so that if they do fight again, that it He'll would be, be a lot yeah, easier yeah. for him. And Gennady and, would be close to 40 years old. Yeah. And then also what they were trying to do is to make sure that Gennady did not have a belt. So as long as he didn't have a belt, then they could have the excuse to not fight him. Yeah, because he said he wouldn't fight him if he didn't have a belt. But you have his belts. You know, That's so, so wild. Yeah. It's wild. And That's, the WBC is compliant because they made him some sort of like Uber Megatron champion. That <laughs> I'm Uber Megatron champion <laughs> of the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they made him. So now he can fight at will at whatever weight class he feels like and never have to worry about losing his belt at middleweight despite not necessarily defending the crown for any certain amount of time. That's wild. Which is crazy, right? But we've had this conversation before. Boxing, it's shady, man. So dirty. It's shady. shady. It's it shady. really is shady. It's, it's, it's you can't shady. watch. You can't watch a high-profile boxing match that goes to a decision and not just see that there's a conspiracy, a legitimate conspiracy to keep certain people with belts. You can tell that. And we, we're watching it right now with Anthony Joshua because if he did not have that, uh, that fight clause in there to have to, to get his belts back against Andy Ruiz, he would not have an opportunity to get those belts back, period. Exactly. I can guarantee that. Now, here's Oscar De La Hoya when TMZ called him. Uh, you know, they don't want to take challenges. They don't want to unify world titles. They don't want to, I mean, for that matter, they don't want to move up one division. Canelo's moving up two divisions, and that's that's no easy task. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a barn burner. It's gonna be a tough fight, and uh, I mean, you have to give credit to Canelo just for taking on this challenge. I mean, you see Kovalev, and he's he towers over Canelo, so it's it's gonna be quite interesting to see if he can, you know, handle that reach, uh, take that power. Uh, so November second, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, people don't expect Canelo to beat Kovalev. I, I think that uh, uh, come November second in, in Las Vegas at the MGM, if Canelo puts out that upset, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be one for the record books. That's for sure. And an interesting thing is is uh, Kovalev's old trainer, actually the one that trained him against uh, when he was facing Andre Ward, said, "Hey, man." Sergey has a lot of miles on him, and that's clear. And and his yeah. clear. and the reason Canelo picked him is because he's the weakest champion at 175. And outside of the ring, Kovalev likes to drink, and inside of the ring, he would never listen to me, so that I could actually teach him how to fight inside, which is why his body is suspect. And then he just aired him out. Aired him out. What is up with that? 
What's up with people airing each other out, man? So shout out to 6 9 Right. <laughs> and all you bums who supported him. <laughs> right. You guys stop making idiots famous. <laughs> Myself included. And put if tattoos I, on if, your face. If I just stop putting tattoos on your face, first and foremost. <laughs> if I turn into an idiot, don't make me famous, er. Uh, gonna move on to the world of baseball. We have a, a caller with a hot take, and we want to go to him right now. Hello. Yankee Randy in the house. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Uh, you, you got, got it. it. I got uh-huh. I got your boy Trolling Terry here. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Trolling Terry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with it, baby? And uh, I, haven't, uh, I haven't heard from Trolling Terry in a while. So I mean, the know, Yankees nice got the best record in baseball. It's, it's hard to troll. It's hard no, to troll. No, it's not. But yeah. there's some material that's now, and that's why. Mirrors. Oh, and that's why we got you on the line because it looks like although you you returned, your ace has returned. Lou Severino returned, and he looked good in four innings the other night. They actually lost their ace, though. And they lost their current ace in Domingo Herman to an investigation for domestic violence. Talk to me. You write for a really cool art, uh, a really cool, uh, uh, what would that be called? An article, I guess? A, a segment. Or blog. A blog. A really, thank you. A, a really, a really yeah. cool blog, uh, live from 314. For baseball fans who don't know, that's a short porch distance in, at Yankee Stadium in right field. And uh, you're an avid fan. You got season tickets. You're there. You see it every night. Talk to me about the situation and what these implications could be for the New York Yankees having the best baseball, the record in baseball right now, but heading into the playoffs potentially without their ace. Well, first of all, um, the victim comes first. Um, I personally think something happened. Like I don't think uh, I don't think MLB is going to. Uh, put somebody on administrative leave without actual evidence of something taking place. Um, I personally think that the team should release him. I don't think he should be a part of the organization anymore. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, can I, understand there's, yeah, there's, sure. I have like no, yeah, I have like, I have no time. Uh oh, we're losing you. We're losing uh, you. There you oh, go. really? Can yeah, you there, you go. there you go. There you there go. There you go. Uh, they they Sorry. they said um, he slapped his girlfriend yeah, around in public. That, uh, right? Yeah, they said he slapped her around in public at a, at an event for CC Sabathia's well, charity. Wasn't, right? No, no, no. That was the that was the first reporting of it. Then they said that he slapped her at home. So when they came back from their last uh, their last road trip, um, the the incident occurred like at home. So that that incident about or the reporting about it being at CC's charity event isn't correct. But okay. the incident happened that night. Um, so in terms of the baseball team, I, it hurts, but I think that they have enough to cover for it. Cause I don't think he was starting a game. Um, now that Severino is healthy, I think it was going to be Tanaka, Severino, Paxton. And Paxton. And then they were probably, and they were probably going to do an opener or kind of like a piggyback thing with Herman. But I think they have enough guys with green and uh, a couple other guys where they, if they wanted to go that route, they could go that route without Herman. Um, and also he doesn't really pitch well on the road, so they're going to get home field at least through the division series. So I'm not sure how effective he would have been anyway, cause he's terrible on the road. Hmm. Um, so I think it hurts, but I think that they have enough to, to make up for it. Uh, cause he probably isn't going to be on the postseason roster. Um, and it, it's not a good look for him to pitch in the playoffs anyway. Like it's just, it, it, they're going to get so many questions about him. They're not going to talk about the team. Mm. Um, 
So I think they have enough to cover it up and still be productive. Plus, their their bullpen is ridiculous. They're going to throw all those guys at everybody whenever they get the chance. So um, I think it hurts, but I don't think it's the end of the world. But it helped that Severino came back. Like Severino coming back is a is a pretty big deal. So. And I actually yeah. like the fact that he got in trouble. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he got in trouble and he worked out of trouble. Yeah, but how long? Yeah. How long is it before he stretched out? Right. Um, I know that they had him pitch sixty-five pitches against the Angels. Then I think they go up to eighty the next time, and he has one more start after that. So I think he'll be stretched out. Um, I think that part is going to be taken care of because he'll have two more starts. Um. But again, they're, they're going to throw the bullpen at guys. I mean, they're, they're, like the first chance that they get to unleash the bullpen, they're going to do it. So he might not need to throw 100 pitches because, you know, they're just going to unleash the bullpen on whoever they're playing, Minnesota, Oakland, Tampa Bay, whoever it is. They're, gonna, they're basically going to bullpen it through the playoffs, I think. I don't think they want to see Oakland. I don't think anybody wants to see Oakland. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. even your Astros. Well, the they Astros, to, Astros, they don't want to cakewalk the cakewalk the Oakland A's. Trolling Terry. Nah, man, they lost. A, they lost a series in uh, Houston. They lost three out of four in Houston. Come on, man. To, you to know Oakland. when it comes, they down don't want to play Oakland. Yeah, come on. Honestly, I, I'm with I'm with you, Randy. Right, I don't think anybody. Go. I don't think anybody wants to play Oakland right now. Who wants now. to play the Astros? You have two of the best pitchers in all of baseball Oakland. on the Astros. First. <laughs> Oh, Oakland okay, wants we'll to play see. anybody, Oakland, but, Oakland but, but I'm I'm very interested to see what happens now that the Yankees back. have clinched. And honestly, the cool part is the Yankees clinched, the Dodgers clinched, but everybody is in the hunt for this best record in the league, so they have to keep playing because right. nobody really wants to right. play on the road. None of these teams want to play on the road except right. for Oakland and, and Houston. Yeah. Besides that, I don't really right. like anybody, any of the playoff teams on the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think home field is important for the Yankees. I mean, that means potentially playing Oakland enough ALDS, but so be it. I mean, at least they'll be at home. So yeah, and you got to play. Not, you got to play somebody. They're a playoff team for a reason. Yeah, and this is the best thing about baseball. You got right. six months to sort it out. Ain't no flukes. Right. You you got if if you get right, to the exactly. to the dance in Major League Baseball, you put in work for a long time. And the league's not watered down. So you and always, unlike football, yeah, the league right. does not support domestic violence, and it is not watered down. Right. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I went home field, but there's a lot of Yankees fans that, like, they don't think it's that important, which is a little confusing because their pitching is way better at home than on the road. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't, I don't get that, but, you know, they haven't, they haven't lost a, they haven't lost a uh, series at home since, like, the first week of April. Wow. Wow. I think oh, one of the biggest Pretty much the entire season. I think one of the biggest problems the Yankees are going to have is getting Stanton back. Yeah, because he's he looks good, but obviously, as as baseball players, all of us know, you need a lot of at bats to dial yeah. in your eyes, especially right. when you're going into the postseason yes. facing the best of the best. Yes, and right. You, you can't yeah, get tuned up. I think Stanton. I think Stanton will have enough at bats. He, he should get around like fifty at bats, but it's really Gary and uh, Encarnacion. They're they're not going to get at bats. So you always forget that they got Encarnacion too. That team is loaded on offense. It is loaded, loaded. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like when uh, Encarnacion broke his wrist, he only needed like eight minor league at bats, and he was like, "All right, I'm good." And then he (laughs) he came back up to the Yankees and hit a home run in like three straight games. And he was like, "Yeah, I told you I was good. Told you I'm good. I'm only trying to hit 225. Yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to hit 225 with bombs. I'm, I'm good." This is when they run into problems. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. 
This is where they run into problems, though, because you guys are yeah, a, but I don't, a slugging team and not a team that actually hits for you average. Got DJ nah, not this year, you got one player that hits for average. Yeah, ball. yeah. Glaber Torres is nice. Glaber uh, Torres. Mayhew, Glaber Torres. No, not yeah. – but when yeah, you watch Glaber – that's going to be an issue this, this year. When you watch Glaber in, in tough situations, Glaber is not the uh, – he's not a hitter at that point. Cody Bellinger. He's Cody Bellinger in a lot of ways. He gets mm. – he gets he hits two balls. Uh, I, you beg the difference. I, I think uh, – I think Troll and Terry has uh, popped up again. He's not Cody Bellinger. Like he's not that, that guy's far in off. the middle of it. Like he he he's in the middle of everything. Like when he produces, it's like a big spot. Same thing with LeMayhew, Judge. Like I don't I don't think the issues that they've had the last couple of years are going to like pop up as much this year. Like they walk. They have better like control of the strike zone when they when they hit. I mean, they still strike out, but it's, it's not they like strike before, out too much. especially with they strike out way too well, much. Well, I mean, everybody strikes out too much. Not I mean, the Astros, but they're not like the Pat Yankee team. Teams really yeah, I mean, out a lot but it's, now. they're not. They're really not like the last couple of years with the Yankees. I mean, LeMahieu alone like changed the complexion of that team. That guy's a monster. Dude, we told you. We tried to tell you back in uh, back in March. We watched yeah. a lot of his games yes. out west, right. and you guys, yeah. you got nobody out. And we, it wasn't just You're you right. either. Yeah. Like a lot of Yankee fans fought like, us on that. DJ LeMahieu. What are you doing? I was like, <laughs> wow, they got DJ LeMahieu. DJ LeMahieu led the league in batting yeah. a couple of years. Um, and yeah. now, real quick, no, nah, no, nah, you guys are right. Want to lay this one on you? Who do you like in the in the National League in the wild card? It's Tight out there. Yeah, right now, the the Nationals uh, are at the top. Milwaukee's uh, Milwaukee just usurped the Cubs. Good. Milwaukee looks. I can't believe Milwaukee looks this good without Christian Yelich. You got to give that to Craig Council. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be Milwaukee and uh, the Nationals. One game start. Who do you go with for the Nationals? You go Scherzer. You go Strasburg. You oh. go Corbin. I know it's uh-huh. tight, right? I go. I go with the, with the big fella. I go with Strasburg. I like this stuff. A lot. <laughs> I I think I would go with Strasburg too. Yeah, and and I think Scherzer hasn't been the same since he got hurt. No. Yeah, and I and I'm not mad at Max. He's formidable. I don't want him all in the one game. No. I want him. You know what I mean? I, no, you know he right. wants it. He wants it. But he wants that's it not much. even. A, he wants it too much. Right. He wants it so much he'll go fastballs <laughs> until somebody hits him. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. He wants. Yeah, it I think so I'll go with Strasburg. Strasburg's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah. honestly, for the one game, Strasburg. And we're talking about who wants to see the A's in real life in a one-game scenario. Do you want to see the Tampa Bay Rays? Yeah, right. In a one-game with a team that has perfected the Oakland, opener? Yeah. Uh, if I'm Oakland, yeah, I don't think Oakland cares. In Oakland, I think Oakland could care less. I mean, it just seemed like they don't care. They got Tampa doesn't care. Though. Tampa doesn't care. But I, I tell you what, man, you can't stop Matt Olson from leaving the yard right no. now. My God. I wish no, I, I, my fantasy I team hit. fell apart. He hits a bomb. He, every like every other day, day he's yeah. in a bomb. I think he yeah. it's a bomb every 10 in batch or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and he's up there, and yeah, he didn't he's... even play the first two months of the year. Yeah. Right. He broke his hand, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. He broke his hand in the first game. Hammett bone. And it usually takes so, him a long time to recover yeah, so, from that. And it didn't take him to get his, his eyes had... dialed at all. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Imagine <laughs> if he played the whole year. Hey, he's got 60 bumps. <laughs> but Chris Davis is the one that's hurting yeah. it right now. Chris Davis is not hitting the ball yeah, like he has been the, the past few years. He's having a down year. Yeah. I wish I knew. Yeah. I wish I he's knew definitely having a down year. Oh, yeah. We got a, we got a, a matter of fact, we're talking about your squad. We got a yeah. Bay, we got a Bay Area representative right here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and this is Robbie Jones. Nice. Robbie's here to promote his film. Uh, this is, uh, 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 Yankee Randy is actually a filmmaker. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, he is. Nice. And, uh, yeah. and Robbie's here to promote his 
his film called American Dreamer, the joint with uh, Jim Gaffigan. So if you get a sec, go check nice. it out. It's it's uh it's DOD, it's day and date release. It's playing where you are in New York right now, but it's also at your house if you want to pick it up on iTunes or anywhere else. Nice. Yes, sir. Congratulations. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. I wish yeah, I knew more about yeah, baseball. Yeah, so, I'd argue with you right so, now. <laughs> so Rob, Rob is from SAC. So, so by default, he roots for the A's. Oh, okay. He's a Giants dude. He's an, an A's, A's dude. Default. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I dig the A's. I like the A's. So There you, you go. Know. I actually like I, uh, it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me yeah. this. Tell the people where they can find you and where they can find the blog that you write for because you're a great follow on uh, on Twitter. Thank you, uh, Pam Sun on Twitter, P A M S S O N, and the uh, blog is Views from 314 Feet. So uh, the number spelled out. Handle for that is a three. You know this. The number is 314 FT at the end. Okay. Uh, views from 314 FT. Uh, so yeah, we're doing well. A lot of people are supporting us. The Yes Network promotes us uh, pretty frequently now, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, you can find us there. That is cool. All right, now. Well, appreciate you. We'll check in because it's almost all of our favorite time of the year because October is coming. There's going to be a lot to talk about. Yep, absolutely. All right, talk to you soon. Late. All right, thanks for having me. Later. So the last thing we want to cover, folks, is uh, something Rob can't talk about. Hey. And it is what Kevin Durant and his former uh, world champion partner, Steph Curry, have been going back and forth. They funking? It's a little beef. It's, it's a little carne. Oh, no. It's a little asada going on in the air. <laughs> Con carne. Con carne. <laughs> so talk to him, T. Tell him what's been going on. Please tell me. Well, now Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant came out and said that he never felt like he was really a part of the squad. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what Steph Curry is saying. Steph Curry's face looked just like that. How? How, <laughs> like Sway? Opened a bottle of beer. How, Sway? <laughs> that don't make no sense. That's what we're trying to figure out. What is going on there? Is he is he giving out, like, specifics? Like, man, when I was in the locker room, these fools didn't talk to me, or we was on the plane. You know what? And- they haven't really gone in depth in there. I think that it, everybody's mind is boggled because the way that he came in, he came in like gangbusters. It looked like everybody came in. He came in with open arms, and they let him be the number one. They let him be number one, and, and I felt they deferred to him. Purpose. And I personally felt like they didn't really need to do that no. <laughs> because they were already two times champs, or they were already going champs. to get your AB. You know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you don't need it. Yeah, and so now he's making it sound like he was an outsider on the team. Really? Yeah, but that's after. Talking about these are his brothers, and uh, you know, I tell you, the game don't wait. Yeah, it's like, man, really. And so, what did Steph Curry respond with? What did he say? Let me get to it. Uh, Steph Curry has responded with. I'm sure he said something graceful. I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, Steph is always Steph is always grateful and graceful. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but he 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 basically responded with saying, "Right here, Patriots release is all you Brown right now. Swear." AB is out. AB is out. Patriots just released. I, and I said in the beginning a long time ago, he will not go to, to the Patriots. Wow. And with that buffoonery. With that filth, flaring filth. Wait a second. They just released him? While we're live on the air, ladies and gentlemen. I heard the dun 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 That was to tell you that AB has been released. And AB has tricked off and he's probably out the league. He's probably done. He's probably out the league. Wow. Well, that changes the conversation. But we they, need to get Trucker Dave back on the line. But they, hey, gave, like, but they gave him guaranteed paper, though, right? Only a small amount. 
And I don't know if that's guaranteed, actually. This is what I was saying That's what you're saying. The NFL is notorious for having an out in the contract if they don't like what you do. So due to the whatever. Could be due to whatever. We don't have to pay you, and we're done with you. I don't even, but who are you? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, we need that 10 mil back from the signing money. <laughs> he, maybe he might get a percentage or whatever, but it's supposed to be guaranteed money, but football has that clause where, it, as just like Randy was just talking about with baseball, if you do something detrimental to the team or to the league, you can probably lose your cheese, just like the Raiders were doing with him. By the way, we have that clause It's a, you know in the entertainment business. But listen to this, man. Because you have that clause as well. You have that clause. That like a character clause, yes, right? Series yeah, regular contracts and yeah all you, can't, you can't have character. You can't wild you, out. You can't wild out. <laughs> that's, that's what mine says, actually. Wild out clause. It says, oh, this is the wild out clause. Wild out. Okay. <laughs> no wilding for me. Bug out. Yeah, no, no, no violence. No DV. Right. No, no, no work. No allegations. <laughs> you know, and it goes too far. So here's Steph Curry. Please. It's what we were about as friends on and off the court, whatever he you know, needed to do to make that decision. And, and however he wants to explain that, uh, you know, that's just what's going to happen. The other quote that caught a lot of people's eyes is he said the motion offense we run in Golden State, it only works to a certain point. He talked about it working for the first couple rounds of the playoffs, but not as much after that. Well, I don't even care what plays we ran. We won two championships. We talked a lot about it throughout the you know the three year run. Um, the word sacrifice mm-hmm. in terms of you know playing a little bit differently than we all have been accustomed to over the years. We all want to play ISO ball at the, at the end of the day, at some way, shape, or form. But uh, I'd rather have some championships too. France beats. Mm. Doesn't matter who. Man, Steph Curry's a solid dude. Steph I mean, he's a great guy. guy. Yeah. I mean, and he's a guy. I can't front on he, Steph Curry. He went high, yeah. He always goes high, and it's like you, that. You got to respect. You, you have, have to respect, respect that, unless you're a clown. Yes. Because think about it. He's a champion at the end of the day, and so the multi-time MVP. Yes. So why do I have to argue? What I have to argue have nothing. To, y'all see the work? Prove? What do I have to prove? Y'all see? Y'all see? Right. The, you you want to see the, the trophies? Got, and he stepped I, back for Kevin Durant because right. he was the man. That's what I'm saying. Because the truth be told. When Kevin Durant just went hurt, Steph Curry went nuts. He did. And then nuts. Clay got hurt, cool. and Steph Curry <laughs> went a bag of nuts. Right. Chicago O'Hare. Yeah. They were out there. <laughs> You've been there. You've been there. They got great popcorn. <laughs> you see that? That was a double, because Steph is a popcorn nut, too. But yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Man, yeah, that's so He's tragic. such a solid guy. Yeah. I, I just, it, it baffles my mind. Because it baffles me. Kevin it Durant. It like they had such synergy. When they're rolling, it just looked like Well, they were it seemed rolling. like Draymond was the one that sniffed it out early and was like, man. Right. And at the end of the day, we, Kevin Durant, people are going to start questioning him after he hops from team to team and, you know, and he's always got something to say. It could happen. Yeah. It could we'll happen. see. Yeah. First and foremost, he's got to get back on the court. Yeah. You know, we got to get back on the court yeah. with that Achilles and see where that is. Yeah, that's still, to him. Hopefully, well, he's he definitely not going to be the same yeah. player. It never. I mean, hopefully, I'm speedy recovery to him. I'm, yeah. you know, praying blessings for yeah. him. But man, that's a, that sucks that they they got. Can a you believe that feud of words or whatever right now? Because you know they did so much. I was a, I'm a huge Warriors fan when they were playing together. It's like, come on, man! It's the best of the best on the same team, right? And oh, what do you expect now? These rookies coming out, man. John Morant. Zion, man, Zion is a monster. I'm, a, I believe. Oh, you see this kid who just broke his record at Duke? Oh, really? What? A kid just broke his vertical record at Duke already? I, seventeen year old kid, seventeen, eighteen year old kid. He's a, he was a uh, like top thirty two pick in the league. Hold on, a second. let me look at this kid's name. Wait, what? 
Watch. Wait, they have a record of verticals? Yeah, yeah. because they, the guy, the guy, Cassius Stanley. Oh. Cassius Stanley breaks Zion Williamson's Duke uh, men's basketball vertical leap record. This kid is a human highlight reel. He has boyoings. He's got bounce. Serious. I seen his highlights. I was like, this looks easy. The kid makes it is like easy. Vince Carter-esque on this bounce. But he don't have that that thing that, that Zion got. That that Oh no, that girth. You know, that girth. Yeah. He got that. And that's going and we're gonna he see how how they use that. I'm really excited to see New Orleans play. Yeah. Man, they're gonna be really so excited. fun. Especially yeah. if Zion can get a jumper. Man, they got a Zion can get a jumper, but boy. honestly, I think getting away from the family and actually being able to just play his game is gonna benefit Lonzo Ball tremendously. Yeah. I think so. Because they got so much upside. They have so much upside. So young and hungry and talented. I just wish they would have kept Julius Randle. I would like Julius Randle and Zion because that's a lot of uh, beef down low. They're still going to get punished. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're going to get punished to get boards. They're kind of similar in a lot of ways. But it's like, you see, I see Zion as an uber athletic Draymond Green. I think that he has that potential to be that. Draymond can shoot a little bit, though. That's what I'm saying. I think that's where he has the potential to go. Mm-hmm. Because if he's that, if he's an elite defender, oh my gosh. Like, forget the jump. Got him at the three. If he's an elite defender who's a ball handler, because he he could, man, he handles that thing. You ever see Zion push that mm-hmm. thing? Mm-hmm. He's coast to coast. He's coast to coast. Uh-huh. Dip he got set. that mash burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't give him the mashed potatoes. I promise. No. <laughs> <laughs> He got to prove he got he mash got, burn. Man, he got a little mash burn. Nah. I watched almost every game this year, and I seen him uh, double cross a few people. Uh, 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 bang, bang, bang. Young. I like, want to see easy. once he gets in there and when when he wants to go with the bully ball, how it works out for him. Man, he was. Did you see what he did in a few minutes in summer league? No, I didn't really because they did they, you they just want to tease you. That? They just want you. They just want to tease you with it. But you. <sighs> but that's not against the guides, though. You know, you want to see him against the guides. The I real. Do, I do want to see him against the guys, but. They can't stop. He's heavier than 98% of the guys <laughs> and jumps higher than probably no. about 95% of yeah, them. You think? What? We're about to see. It's what? About to fire up. Do you remember what Blake Griffin was doing yeah. his first couple years of yeah. the league when he was just all jumping? Jumping over cars and everything he, else? When he was just all hops? <laughs> yeah, he was all hops. That's that what was, I said. That, that, was, that was a Guinness beer. He didn't even have handles like Zion. Yeah. All right, folks. One was set up right now. We're going to leave you with a, a a call from Do It for the Tipper, who wants to give you his college picks for the weekend. Uh, and here he is now. Yepper. Do it for the Tipper, live on the Ozone. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Ozone, what's going on with y'all? Oh man, we just got just got breaking news hot off the press that Antonio Brown is no longer a member of the National Football League New England Patriots. Wow. I don't even know if he's a member. He's going to be a member of the league anymore. He's dropped. That's it. They wow. got rid of him. Wow, I was right. You also wow. got a special guest on the line. Do it for the tipper. You got Robbie Jones on the line, star of stage and screen. Robbie's got a new film coming out called American Dreamer that he's here to promote. And if you remember, Robbie Jones was the Ozone's first celebrity guest. So he's here. We're here to talk college football, but we just wanted to lay it on you real quick about AB. Unbelievable. Just broke. That is big. So they went from being... First of all, what's up, Rob? How you doing, What's sir? going on, my <laughs> man? What's happening? Low motion. I hear that. Chilling. Yeah. <laughs> man, so that went from Antonio Brown and the New England Patriots being like a, a Super Bowl t- contender again 
to like where are they now? To the New England Patriots being a Super Bowl contender again. again right? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't change anything for the Patriots except for getting uh, some confusion out of the locker room. Right. You still and talking about some money? Right. That's it. You still talking about Josh Gordon? You still talking about Edelman? Yep. You still talking about Sony Michelle? You still talking about all of the people that they got? They ain't going nowhere. That was a sidestep, not a back. That's what it was. That was a juke move. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So talk to me about college football this weekend. People are on us. You know what? We, 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 we all have been known to parry a little bit at the Ozone. And we're looking right now, it seems like college football is what's, what's hot to gamble on. You got the picks. Last year, you went upwards of 70%. I talked to you off air. You didn't, we weren't able to get you on, but you called that BYU-USC upset. What do you oh got this goodness. week in the world of college football? Did I call it? You Oh, you called it. You called it. I call it. You called it. I was, I, you, One you, more time. You called it. <laughs> <laughs> and you called it. <laughs> you called it. Unfortunately, you told me after the game started, so I didn't get a chance to get a bet in. So thanks for calling it late. It's all good. I called it on time. You just got the call late. Ah, whatever. <laughs> what do you got now? But anyway, okay, so we're going into week four. We're going into week four. And y'all know what I say is going down. College football is my thing. So we got number 11, Michigan, at number 13, Wisconsin. This is going to be my upset special. I'm going with Wisconsin. I don't believe in Big Blue Michigan. I know it's a lot of Michigan Wolverine fans out there, but this is not the Michigan of Bo Schimblecker days. So I'm going with Wisconsin, number 13, two win versus number 11, Michigan. Now we got number 23, Cal, going um, to Ole Miss. Uh-oh, Big Cal. We got, a, we got Cal. We got a Cal Bear alum <laughs> on the mic right now. Stand hey, up. Hell. Go Bears. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go Bears. We're going to give a shout-out to you, Rob, since you're an alum. And we're going to also give a, a, a shout-out to our San Jose State alumni, Mark Polk. His son plays at Cal. So he, sure to wow. that he sure does. He sure does. MP son is up there on, now. Congrats. As you can see, I do my research. So, What's up? <laughs> so we're going to go up with number 15, UCF. They're playing against Pittsburgh. Wait, what was the pick in the Cal game? Sorry. Cal. Going oh, with Cal. Cal. Okay, you're going with Cal. Sorry. Of course. Yeah, go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. <laughs> you going with Cal Worthington at his dog spot. <laughs> <laughs> at his dog spot. I will stand up on my head and do my feet and turn it red. <laughs> If you need a car or truck, go see Cal. If you're down out on your luck, go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. I haven't heard the Cal Worthington jam in a long time. Thank you for that, dude, for the timber. I, I watched a lot of television as a kid. Oh, Cal Worthington man. was there. The man had a grown tiger with him, didn't he? <laughs> tiger! What are you doing, Cal? Cal's got a tiger. He's playing around like Mike Tyson. <laughs> he had the white tiger. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Come on. Roy. Cal. Yeah. Cowboy had the tiger. Yeah. Cal. Oh, piece of work. Rest in peace, Cal. Rest in peace, Cal. Rest in peace to Cal Worthington. <laughs> I forgot about it. I can't, remember, I can't even remember all the lyrics. <laughs> he was standing on his head. Took my feet and turned and ran. <laughs> that got me so weak. I remember that so well. Oh my I don't think everybody knows about it going out of California. I don't think you know out of, out of California. If, right? You probably, Ozone listeners don't know who this is, but go look. We'll, we'll, we'll make you a clip. You yeah. two look up Cal Worthington. Search Cal Worthington <laughs> yeah. car commercial. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. You will be so weak. He's on a lot of whips, huh? And let me tell you, you'll want to go buy a car. Yeah. And Cal Worthington was paid. Okay. Hey, what? Come on, what? Man. Spread it up. Selling whips for years with for that years. tiger. Decades. With 
with that tiger. Decades. All with that white tiger. His own, his own financing. In-house financing. <laughs> right, right. He can get a loan and a tiger bite in the same day. I didn't want the bite. He was selling that van, too. He loved that van, that Ford Push van. Push it. Uh, oh, that's great work that's doing for the timber. I mean, Even if your pick doesn't come off, you got my support on this week. Uh, wow. That's brilliant. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Hey, why did Cal look like he was 86 back in 1984? Right. <laughs> and was still moving units. Right. Moving. He pushing units, man. Oh, Cal moved units. Go ahead, man. We got to go. We got to wrap it up. Get your slate in. Uh, real quick. So we got number 15, UCF versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is tough. They're tough at home. But UCF puts up numbers, and I think that UCF is um, just a little bit too strong for Pittsburgh. We've got number 22, Washington versus BYU. I caught the game last week. BYU was tough. They've um, The first three games has been just nail-biters, overtime, double overtimes. But I think number 22, Washington, is is pretty – it's good enough to go into BYU and put them hands on them. Then we got Charlotte. Charlotte going against my team. Number one, Clemson, Dabo, and them Calworthy team Tigers. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I'm, I'm rolling with Dabo, Sweeney, and Clemson. Then we got, um, after that, Oklahoma State versus number 12, Texas. Usually, in previous years, I would take Oklahoma State. This year, I'm running with number 12, um, Texas. They got a quarterback that's down there that's pretty decent. He will most likely be a Heisman candidate. Um, so go with Texas, put the horns up. Then we got the big game of the evening, number seven, Notre Dame. They're going to Georgia, Athens, Georgia. This is going to be just a uh, uh, just a battle. Notre Dame got enough experience to. I think I got them going into the um, the playoffs this year. But Georgia, they they usually never win the big games. But I think Georgia is prepared this year. Um, so, so you're going Notre Georgia Dame. over Notre Dame. I'm going Georgia over Notre Dame. Ooh, I'm going Georgia over Notre Dame. Vegas real quick. You got some big upsets this week. Well, Georgia's number three, but, you know, Notre Dame usually don't play anybody until later in the in the season. Notre, uh, Georgia is in that SEC, so they constantly playing, you know, Roman football. So that's why I'm going to go with Georgia. And that is all the picks that I have. I wish I had more. But like I told y'all, week four is about to go down with a bunch of um, top-ranked 25 teams playing against each other. So that's what I got for you, Ozone. Well, we got one more question for you because it came up earlier. We're talking about how so many of the teams in the NFL are garbage. And Trollin' Terry came up with something and said that he doesn't know if the Miami Dolphins can beat Dabo and Clemson. <laughs> what do you think? Man, I... <sighs> That's so disrespectful. That's so disrespectful, right? But it's real. Et, cut it out. (laughs) It's real. It's real. They nasty like that, though. They nasty like that. They do. They ask questions like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Take you and your bum picks on. We'll see how you did next week on the Ozone segment. Thank you for the gym of Cal Worthington. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. He was so energetic. He was such a great showman. Was. He was a great showman. If you want to do a truck, go see Cal. I will stand up on my head until my feet are dirty red. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. 
many people went there oh. looking for Cal? One hundred percent. Cal's at the people's there. What? Where Cal at? Where Cal at? <laughs> I'm right here, boy. What you need, babe? Babe, where the tiger? Bring the kids. We're trying to see the tiger. Where the tiger? Put that bite on you. <laughs> you would literally drive down to try to see if right. Cal was to outside. To see if Cal was outside. You right remember they used to have his. I was about to say, and they used to have his car. Remember with the long horns uh-huh. in the front. He just used to be there, like yeah. he was just posted. Yeah. That man was sitting on the roof of the nice. car, man. Man, Cal Worthington. Push <laughs> units. Worthington Ford, full. Now what? Pushing, he pushing Fords, fool. He pushing Fords. He started pushing everything. And did he get, did he blew up? Oh you couldn't hold house financing. In house financing. Go get you a, a, a new Escort, an 86 Ford Ooh. Escort for, <laughs> with 17% interest. <laughs> this man looked like the Kentucky Fried Chicken he logo. He did. <laughs> with a hat. With a cowboy. With a hat. The Colonel is selling cars. The Colonel was selling cars. That was the look. That was MAGA. America was great with the plantation owner selling cars and chicken. I wonder where was he from? I don't know where Cal was from. I always assumed he was from Texas. He wasn't from Carson. Sacramento. (laughs) (laughs) One insect. He had had franchised out. I didn't know. Of course. We just had him. No. He was here. here. I learned it later in life. I thought he was ours. He was not yours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do it for the different. We'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Robbie Jones, we want to thank you for coming by. Uh, thank you. We're here to promote American Dreamer. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming. And uh, we will definitely purchase the film. Appreciate it. And uh, tell the people where they can find you. Well, you can find me at Robbie Jones online on Instagram. And you can find me at the Robbie Jones, one word, on Twitter. All right. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with a, a quote that I love from Dan Brown, which is, everything is possible. The impossible just takes longer. I'm your host, folks, Omar Miller. This is the Ozone. Uh, we are all in this thing together, so take care of one another. This is the Ozone. Ozone. Ozone.